Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. Everybody, welcome back to Skyrim Off the Record for episode number nineteen. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your host with the most, because the others are toast. That made no sense, but anyway, joining me as always because he is just that awesome. I say it every week because it is true. It really is true, Mister Evarwin. Joe, howdy. How are you? I am here <laughs> recording. Yes, yes, we are. We are recording, yeah. and we're, we're recording live in our chat room, and we've got the video going for everyone. If you hear the random laughing, it's because Dave did something stupid in video, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, or Ivarwin, well, he's known for it, too, with his little, um, you know, evil Sith impression. <laughs> and in third chair, he is the man who is all about lore. He's got the brain the size of, well... Anyway, a melon. he is the lore master, Mr. Lewis Alon. Hey, hello, Joe. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone in the chat room. How's everyone doing? Hello. Hello. Good. We are here. We have a full chat room. It's nice to see that. Yeah. It's early morning. It's Yay. Well, not for us in the East Coast, but you know. And we decided, because he is just kind of amusing to us, to bring on Mr. David. Deinforce, crap audio. I am the man. I like playing with small objects. Adams. <laughs> they usually make me choke, though. But yes, I do enjoy <laughs> small objects. <laughs> Hello. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Hey, everybody in the chat room and listening on the hey. recorded feed. And I'm sorry for anyone who has to watch me do awkward dancing while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> we feel sorry for ourselves. <laughs> sexy and you know them. <laughs> it works out. He grows a beard. <laughs> It's that kind like of chat room. Oh, <laughs> all right. So as always, uh, we've got this. Uh, we've got this sponsor, and they are amazing. They are DoghouseSystems.com. They make unbelievable computer gaming rigs. If you are a gamer, and let's face it, you probably are because you're listening to us, you need to check out DoghouseSystems.com. All right, go there, plug in the code off the record, all one word. When you order your brand new rig, because let's face it, you're going to, uh, their uh, computers are that amazing, and they will double the RAM in that rig all for free, which is a hundred to $150 value. So when you head over to Doghouse Systems and you, you, you get your brand spanking new awesome computer gaming rig that is going to display Skyrim in all of its beauty and, and awe striking visuals and, and every other game that you're, you're playing right now. Plug in the code off the record, all one word, and you will get double the double the RAM. So if you order it with uh, four gigs of RAM, you'll get eight. Eight gigs of RAM, you'll get 16. 16 gigs of RAM, you'll get 32. And uh, and there you have it. DoghouseSystems.com. Eve, I can do math. Um, all right, let's get on to the show. 
Yay! Yeah, let's do that. I didn't, I didn't say it this time. My lips but you're are sealed. No, no, he will. No, 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 not yet. No, 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 not yet. So, I'm going to let Mr. Ivarin bring in the meat and potatoes of the show. Oh, I knew he was going to say it. Meat and potatoes. Here we are. Uh, okay, so, what did I do this week in Skyrim? That's what we're wondering. Yes, well, I have I have quite the story to tell you. Um, oh, goody! <laughs> Yay! Hey, uh, story time! Yay! Story time! Story! <laughs> Yay, story! Okay, so check this out. Um, I, I jumped on my, my uh, brand new my brand new Evarwin Nord uh, with the uh, Mr. Sword and Shield kind of guy and shocking I <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> shocking that's how he plays the game I uh, decided to move myself up further north and I managed to find uh, Valheim Towers which is uh, just off of the, the main road I got myself up to the, the you know Windhelm and and um, you know, down the first, down the first, uh, Big lizard. Uh, white run. It's not Windhelm. It's white run. Down, I down the first uh, dragon over there. I did that whole thing, and then I said, okay, where do I go from here? So I moved myself up north because I wanted to go around the mountain over to uh, High Rothgar, and I found uh, the towers. It's these bandit towers, and you yourself have probably been there a million times. <laughs> well, I tore that place apart. <laughs> no Starting, stone left standing. Not a single one. Now, the last time I was there, I was I was using my Khajiit. Yes. Hey, 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 hey. Watch the language here. No, you must understand. This is not a curse word here. We are a people, not a curse, right? You keep on using that word. I do not think it means. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, the last time I was there, I was sneaking around and just taking guys, you know, one by one out that way. This time, nah, taking them out by storm. So I go running up in there. I got my sword, I got my shield, I'm feeling good about myself. And this guy's like, stop, any closer, and I'm going to attack. Didn't even let him finish the sentence. I just bash him with the shield. He's like, ah! Started slapping him across the face with my sword. He's like, oh, I can't take it anymore. If you were just slaying that, you just take your sword down to slap his face in your hand. <laughs> Stop punching yourself! Stop punching yourself! <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I got the awesome kill cam shot, which is completely new of my character taking the sword and just like from top down, like jamming it into this guy's chest, and he's like, ah! And dies on the ground. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that is an awesome scene, cutscene for that. I, it's hysterical. I saw the one on the video where they pull the head down and stab him in the back of the neck. I want to see that one. Yes. And I, I did actually recently get that as well. <laughs> so I go up the tower, right? And um, there, the, the, there's archers up on that bridge that spans the um, the river that runs through there. You know what I'm talking about, right? What are you laughing at? You're laughing at the fact that I'm just, I have to do the, I told you, I'm very, I'm very... Uh, hands. It's all about the hands. It's all about the hands. You'd think These it was are Skyrim fingers. <laughs> Skyrim fingers. Skyrim fingers. I'm doing jazz hands. Um, so <laughs> I go, I go up the there. tower, and these guys are—they're pelting me from the bridge with their their arrows, and I'm you know blocking it with my uh, my shield, and you know trying to fire back with with my um, with my uh, my my bow. Hey, Prego. That's not working because my. Oh, great. <laughs> 
Um, that's not working because obviously you can, you know, I, I'm, I have horrible, horrible aim. In any event, I decide after trying to shoot these this guy for like a while, it's just not working out for me. So I go running up the bridge, and this guy takes out his, his shield, or his, his sword and shield. He doesn't get very far because as soon as I run up to him, I I foose him. <laughs> foose. Yeah, the raw dough part hasn't. Is that on air? Yeah, the, the. What's that? The raw dough part, you know. Are we allowed to say that on air? Possibly. That you foosed him? I foosed him. We have to put an explicit tag now, or what? <laughs> I gave him a solid foosing. <laughs> foosed him real good. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> So what happened was I, I ran up there, I hit him with the shield before he even had a chance to get me, and then I, you know, I, I gave him the power word Foose and launched him right Gross. off the bridge, fell all the way down. With stone. Foose, I just kind of stumbled <laughs> a little bit. Ow, you hurt me! And you realized I can't loot the body. Ah, oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and he's so, got the key. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that was uh, that was that was pretty much the uh, the coolest bits of my my playthrough for the week. Just uh, just Dude. experiencing. The one of the new cutscenes and um, you know that's the most you've given us in like three weeks. No, can't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has it? I actually have more. Yeah, you were all excited about it because <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> it was absolutely hysterical. Now that I'm back to back to sword and shield, now it's just it's it's like no holds barred. You know, I don't have there's no learning curve for me on how to how to figure out how to play this character. It's just like. Give me the sword, give me the shield. Here I go. Get ready, because I'm going to get you. I'm going to foose you up. You're going to get foosed right off this bridge, and there ain't no stopping me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need the Roda. (laughs) See, Farwin Wrecker coming through. How you like me now? After I I blew through the, the towers over there, I made my way further up, and I saw this cave that I hadn't been in inside yet. So I'm thinking, all right. Another cave. Right, I'm thinking... Maybe there's another master vampire in here, and maybe he needs to die. No, it was worse actually. It was two trolls. I get my. <laughs> I can't believe this. I get I two get, of them. Two of them. Two of them. As if one weren't bad enough. You yeah. must have been on Reddit. I uh, was not on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously, like, I don't know if if ever, if this is common knowledge. I, I think it is at this point. But the the best way to to kill a troll is by using some kind of fire enchantment or fire spell. Because it 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 uh, slows down their regeneration because of the burn over time oh. effect. Is that why people do it? I think mm-hmm. that might be why people do it. Yeah, oh, I I just people say use fire on them, so I'm like, no. Oh no, you're not being you're not being flippant. You're not joking with me. I thought you were. Joking. I'm not joking. I I, I, I had no idea. Absolutely. Wow, flippant. That's ten bucks for that SAT word, right? Hey, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I did horribly on the math part of my SATs, but the verbal part was not that bad. That's what got me into college. <laughs> I could talk a good game. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that is actually the the truth. Uh, what happens is the burn over time effect that your your fire enchantment or your fire spell gives the mob is going to decrease their regeneration rate because you know they're. You, you get what I'm trying to say. If I over-explain, I'm going to sound like a jerk. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in any event, um, I had I had a complete lack of, of fire spell because I was level six, if that. So did I go you running. Try stabbing it? I did. I did. And that almost worked uh, had it not been for his backup, which was Mr. Troll number two. <laughs> or, or, could, 
could have been Lady Troll. I don't want to, you know, they're like dwarves. You don't know which one's the male or the female because of all the hair, but. Yeah, you it's can't a bit really. Tight around tell. the chest. <laughs> I, I just consider them all female because they're all just so damn sexy. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sexy oh, and I know it. <laughs> um. Wiggle, wiggle, so I go run in there, right? Yeah. As soon as I walk into this cave, I see this troll, you know, further down the cave. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good battle. I'm going to, it's going to be a tough one and I'm going to level up a whole lot. So he's like pounding the ground like trolls normally do when they're getting ready to fight. Like that. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's get this on. So this guy comes tra- charging at me. I got my sword and my shield. I'm ready to go. And so he comes at me and I'm, I'm fighting him. And as, as hard as it is for me to actually, chat room uh the hardest it is for me to actually you know fight this guy at level six i'm actually doing some sort of progress it's going to be a long fight though out of nowhere the top of the cave further back i see another one coming at me and i'm like yeah now this is too much for me. I, i'm not going to be able to do this now meanwhile i've got the troll in front of me down to like a third of his health so I'm thinking, all right, let me try and get this done really fast. So I'm fighting still, fighting even more ferociously and trying to down a couple of, you know, uh, stamina potions to, to get some good hits in. And it's it's too late. The other trolls on top of me and they're <laughs> thanks, Joe. Uh, the other trolls on top of me. I'm trying to dodge that guy. We're going back and forth. Anyway, long story short, it's not working out for me. And I have to run out of the cave. I run back into the cave because that's the way that I am. <laughs> I'm fighting, again, these two trolls. They're killing me. I'm about almost dead, and then I level up. Not because I'm doing a good job, but because they're whacking the crap out of me. (laughs) Heavy armor skills going through the roof. (laughs) So I I quick level up. At this point, I'm all the way in the back of the cave. I quick level up. I get all my health points back. I book it right out of there. (laughs) So fast, I didn't look back. I'm like, yes! I got a level... Screaming like Did you even get to ah! kill him? What's that, Dave? Did you even get to kill him? Nah, not at all. I figured, you know Neither what? Neither of them? Neither one. Not a single one of them. So this is finally a success story. You know, I hate to bring this into the kind of the, the men in black situation, but you walked in on some dude. He was pounding the ground, so he's playing music for hmm. his girlfriend. You come in there and try to stab him and throw fire at him, and <laughs> luckily he fends you off. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you interrupted their date. I did. You should feel horrible. I did. I did. And they, they got their licks in for sure. They, uh, they, they, <laughs> you earned it. Not out of me. You, you earned it. I did. Sorry, I did. Bro. I was a burglar. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they whacked the heck out of me and, uh, I have an extra level to prove it in, in heavy armor skill. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you gotta remember that cave and go back there and kill them later. Oh, it's game. on my list. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's on the payback. Hey, yeah, payback. Hey, Anything Mrs. else, Yvarwin? No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. All right, fine. My turn. Those I'm taking my turn now because right. I can. So I'm playing my mage. She's pretty, sexy, and she goes pew pew a lot. Uh, whose turn is it now? And she knows it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I started the Dark Brotherhood quest chain. And no. I went and killed the evil lady again, and I just love doing that. There's something about doing that that makes me happy. The evil <laughs> orphanage lady. So, 
Is that the screenshots you were showing yeah. us before the show? Yeah. <laughs> All I did was take out my ice shard spell, looked at her, and said, pew. And uh, sent an ice bolt, an ice shard, right into her left eye and out the back of her skull. And she literally went tumbling across the back of the room against the wall and just <laughs> stayed there just like limp and with a huge shard of ice in her forehead. Uh, oh, nice. Did her assistant, like, little girlfriend run around screaming after you killed her? It happens her? every time. The kids crowd around. Yay, she's dead! So she's got a big like, icicle on her like, forehead! Yay! And holds the crone lady's like, oh my god, he just shattered the face! I was waiting for him to, like, pull the ice shard out just to see the big hole that used to be an eyeball. But no. So I did that, and I, I killed three people. Oh, my dear lord, this is going to be interesting to tell you about. So I went, I got abducted by the Dark Brotherhood, okay? Did mm-hmm. that scene. I pulled my magic out to, to kill my target, the three people, and I didn't realize that I still had the dragon, summon dragon whelpling in one of my hands, huh. and the, uh, the ice shard in the other. <laughs> so I accidentally summoned the dragon whelpling, whelpling. Okay, get this. In Midas Magic, it's amazing. I'll talk about it later. But the dragon whelpling is a crippled, weird animation because he's all buggy. <laughs> well, I accidentally summoned him right on top of my target. So he's sitting there like flinching, wings are glitching out and flinching, and he's just kind of like, like he's got cerebral palsy or something. <laughs> I got a gint whelpling. Uh, he came out of the egg the wrong way. But, uh, so I went to go. <laughs> Only Joe's whelpling would come out like that. Good job. <laughs> so. See, he calls us a Pokemon master. Not going to happen. <laughs> But, you know, <laughs> anyway, so I went to attack my target and my ice shard hits the dragon instead because he's glitching all over the place, flinching everywhere. And he goes ballistic. The dragon all of a sudden, perfect animation, starts flying around the house. Everything's flying around. I see pots, pans, people flying everywhere. It's like a hurricane in this little this hut as this dragon's going nuts. Fire's going everywhere. I'm the only one getting hurt. No one else is. And the door's locked, so you can't even get out of there. So eventually I just quickly <laughs> killed all three targets just to get it over with. Not even going to talk to him. This dragon's going ballistic, and next thing I know, I look up and there's no more dragon, but the entire room is a disaster. No dragon, just a disaster room. I don't know. It freaked me out. I don't know what happened. And the lady up there sitting on the bookshelf's like, yeah, perfect. You killed him. <laughs> Good job. Never mind the dragon that was flying everywhere, roasting everybody, and just freaking out, twitching, and bad limbs, and wings that don't work, and... Oh, it was classic. Never mind that whole thing. Never mind that. Never mind. You got him. You got him. <laughs> That's what counts. So I went to do my fir- my three contracts, okay? The first one was up by that town just below the, the thousand steps to High Rothgar. The three thousand steps, whatever it is. High Rothgar. High Rothgar. And so I... um. Went to that town to kill her, and she's kind of off, he is, off back in the mountain, just standing back by a ruined shed. So I went to go kill him. The first time, I went to the left to a tree, and I was, for some reason, I got, they saw me, and I was using the ice shard spell, and it didn't kill him. Didn't even hurt the guy, barely. So he's running, screaming through town, and guards come running after me and kill me. (laughs) Runs across that little (laughs) river, going into town, like, oh my god, he's trying to kill me! Evil witch lady! Evil witch lady! (laughs) 
Like, freaks out at him. So, uh, He's trying to kill that hope. Yeah, 7,000 steps. <laughs> Everstead. <laughs> Everstead. Whatever it is. Thanks, Liz. So, I reload, go back, and do it again. For some reason, I'm an idiot. Do it the exact same way. Same result. So, I reload again. This sounds familiar. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> I can relate, Joe. I can Went relate. to the other side of the building, snuck in, got up behind the guy, killed him. Well, okay, no, no. The second time, I decided to run for it. So I run to the river, which is near there, and I go free-falling off the mini waterfalls, and I, I got seasick, and it was awesome. <laughs> Survived. Just started wandering in the forest until I met up with a troll who decided I looked like lunch and had to reload. So that'll happen. Went back. <laughs> yeah, I was screaming, <laughs> "Yay!" This is the third death. Yeah, okay, already. third. So I go to the side door. <laughs> count. And I was keeping he, count he was. because he did the little river rafting thing a few times. So went to the side door, killed him without being seen. Decided I had so much fun. Yeah, okay, great day four. So I went. <laughs> I wasn't to the packed part, the part yet that I died, okay? Killed him su- successfully oh. without being seen. Decided to take the river again because it was fun. Well, this time, somehow I hit a rock and bounced outside of the river and went fl- falling about 600 feet and died. Ooh. Yeah, apparently female mages bounce pretty high. They have extra padding? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, they so do. So I went back again. Did the exact same thing with lightning this time and sent the guy flying over the balcony, tumbling headfirst into the mountain behind it on a kill cam. He was D-E-D dead. Reference there. Impressive. Reference there. Yeah. Yeah. Best movie ever. (laughs) Most impressive. Impressive. (laughs) Most impressive. So... I finally eventually killed him, decided not to take the... Well, you know, I did take the waterfall again. I don't know what I was thinking. But I did, but I survived it this time. Avoided the rocks, you know, kind of went around them. Climbed into your barrel? Yeah, saved it after I hit the bottom of the waterfall this time. And went along my business and wound up dying somewhere down the road as well. But I <laughs> saved it, so I don't do it over again. Very good. The second <laughs> kill was out by Windhelm along the river near a bunch of, like, a, a fishing shack. And I instantly crit this dude. See, I was using lightning bolt now. That one does. I do, for some reason, I do massive amounts of damage with that thing. Dual hand lightning bolt. Bolt that guy. Okay, this is the best part. Remember this one, Dave? The one by the river? No, not really. Well, I hit him and it went to a kill cam. And then he started skipping across the river. Like a stone. Oh, yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> like a rock? Like a rock. Boink, 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 boink. All the other... He, he wound up on the other side of the bank, like, all in a crippled mess. A crippled mess, you know? Crumpled. Crumpled, yeah. that's the word. Crumpled mess. And then the mud crabs were there, so I was shooting them all over the water. It was skipping them like stones across water. It was perfect. I couldn't stop Uh-oh. laughing. Now, Joe, Liz in the chat room is saying she's claiming, she's claiming mm. uh, ownership over that save that you mentioned. Well, when she yells save at me 50 times per every 10 minutes, <laughs> she can claim it, sure. Bound to be she lucky, claim, right? She can claim one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Good job, Liz. <laughs> I was going up the road to go to my next target. We'll go back to Windhelm. I saw a rabbit hopping along, and I had a little little bunny foo-foo song playing in my head. So, uh, Austin Fat for everyone. <laughs> That's right. Austin Fat. Yeah. So, 
I, I charged my mage spell, see if I can hit it, and I shot the rabbit, and I think there was a little ball of fluff and electricity that went flying all the way to Windhelm to, for me. Oh, poor Peter Rabbit. And I seriously could not stop laughing. I have no idea why, but... <laughs> I did my usual goat slaying, too. Every time I saw a goat, hit it with lightning, send it off of a mountain or a cliff, anywhere I could. <laughs> yeah. The third kill wasn't very, um... Eh, it was just eh. Eh. I got in trouble, got arrested, went to jail. I didn't do it right. God, six like murders a big six problem. Deaths. That was only six deaths just for those three, Dave. Just those three. It was a goat. My brother was saying, It's a deer, it's a deer. No, it's white, fluffy, short, and has horns. Come on! It's a goat. That's 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 not a deer. <laughs> that's a deer. That's a deer. <laughs> Female deer? It's a goat. A deer. I had this one moment where I was fighting a red guard out of the blue. He came out of the blue out of nowhere and decided he wanted to attack me. So I was switching spells. Do that. I have. Dude was just coming out of nowhere. He was just like, "What's up?" So I have. (laughs) What's up now? What's up? I have. I have. I have have six spells on my hotkey that I switch between. I was switching those between those like some kind of master, like spellcaster ninja. And all I had was this playing in my head. Ultra combo! The entire time. The whole, you know, the ultra combo thing from um, Killer Instinct. Yeah. So that's all I felt like I was doing. Just switching between spells, casting at the dude as he's coming at me. Eventually knocked him as he went tumbling down the road. So it was perfect. Um, so you got Mr. Red Card. Yeah. I finally killed my own solo dragon, too. Outside of Dawnstar. And uh, it only took me, what, 10, 15 minutes? That's it. So you were doing the uh, the Lou the Lou slap him and kick him. Uh, well, I would do it, it until my my magic ran. Run behind a door or behind a wall and crouch and wait and shiver <laughs> until my magic went up and then go back out and start casting again. Well, okay, I reach under the tent in and my grab. In, in just for Dave, just for Dave, I did die the first time because I forgot to watch my health meter. <laughs> to seven, that's it. And two. <laughs> I got Open no... you out here, bro. Got it. Got it. I think it after the night, I had something like eight deaths or something like that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I got up for a little while to go pee because you were in the middle of dying. Dave's like, we'll call it eight. <laughs> we'll call it eight. We'll call it eight. Uh, I can do eight. I can do eight. That's uh, that's as high as I can go. So, so I, I'm, that's what I've been doing. I have a lot more to say, but that could take forever. <laughs> eight. Ten easily. Liz is saying no. It was ten. It had to be ten. <laughs> <laughs> got it. I got it tallied up on my um. Even though the computer shut down during that one, it probably would have been death. Can we count that, or should we just take one away? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, Dave. I think we're just going to go turn. ahead and give you a handicap. I'm oh, d- my turn? your turn. I'm doing as I do it. I, I die that many times. I got to keep track on my on the. Ladies and gentlemen, so call it the, the slayer of everything was slayed by everything. Those rabbits are killer. Oh, those bunnies, man, they'll catch you every time. Man, I couldn't find. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. I was gonna say I couldn't find my holy hand grenade, so I was doomed. <laughs> Jugular was ripped out. Blood squirting. All right, Dave. What about you, man? Okay, so. I uh, somehow have come across a copy of Skyrim that's actually on um, Steam, which is, you know, a good thing. So I finally am downloading mods and putting them in and testing them out, and I'm having a wonderful time with mods. I, I 
it's amazing. And I've come across a few mods that have helped me make my character just the way I like it. And I have called my character the... What did I put? Was he Jesus? Junior Initiate Dwemer uh, Investigator. That's it. I've called her a Junior Initiate Dwemer Investigator. Because she <laughs> is an artist. In case y'all don't know what that stands for, it stands for a J-I-D-I. Oh, Minus had a great... So I'm a, sorry a, to interrupt you, Dave. A Jedi. I'm sorry to interrupt you really quick, Dave, but Minus and Chaz said we need to add a new uh, widget on the sidebar for our Skyrim website. Joe's Skyrim death count. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm going to talk to the webmasters about that. I got to. We can't do that. It would take up the whole page. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Anybody see that wagon? He <laughs> just threw Joe under. Tom, get on it. We need that. All right. People logging in. Oh, like, why is the national debt on? Oh, it's good. <laughs> All right, Dave. You were saying Jedi. Got it, Jedi. Oh yes, yes. I have made a Jedi. She uses a lightsaber, which is actually a Dwemer artifact that uses light particles to attack. It also, I'm, I'm going to be getting this um, Dwemer artifact pet that is going to be at my companion that goes around with me like a little droid. I'm going to, she also only uses uh, tele, telekinesis or whatever it is to grab objects from real far and pull them close. Epic mind or power. Them, or she uses, she uses um, destruction, electricity. Huh? That's all I do with my character, unless I get mad because I can't beat a boss and then whip out a bow. But I, I usually don't like doing. I, I, <laughs> listeners can't hear you I, or can't see what you're trying to do there. He was actually trying to describe it with his hands, very, very vigorously. You don't know, but like every time we podcast, I do that anyway. I'm that Italian. That I would become cute if you cut my hands off. I just have these little stumps wagging around trying to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's, I've heard them all. I, I do that. I speak with my hands. If I didn't have hands, I'd have a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good God. I know. It's, but anyway, I love this character because all she does is she wears robes and she's going around. I'm shocking people. I think I've, I've got her up to like level 15 already just because I don't have the death count that Avarwin and, and Joe do. And I'm, I'm, it's wonderful because I'm actually going through the main story trying oh, to handicap. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm actually enjoying the main story again with with, uh, with uh, just doing the electricity. Because I've never had a character that I've used destruction spells on. Ever. I've always gone, like, all swords or all conjuration with my pets going around. But it, it's neat. And I, I'm seeing where Joe... Jo- actually enjoys shocking the piss out of things. <laughs> it's like, I will go through a dungeon, and some dude will come around the corner like, Oh, Nord! And I'll be like, Ha, oh, Bazaam! And <laughs> it's like, Dave feels like, like Unlimited power! Unlimited <laughs> 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 power! <laughs> something, something dark side. You know, I'm just going off on things. and Good God. <laughs> <laughs> And then but Samuel L. Jackson cool. gets hurled out a window for some reason. <laughs> right. And uh, I love the kill cams with my lightsaber because 
I like at one time I oh Jesus a ferret. Joe showing off his ferret for any of y'all. Well, he was trying to get into something he shouldn't have. He uh we hit yeah, after uh, Easter Sunday. He is a candy fanatic, and he smelled the Easter buckets for the kids, Easter baskets, and uh, has gone ballistic ever since then, and has been trying to get into the candy. He's on a sugar high. Oh, that's what I want right there. Russell Stover chocolate bunny. Showing off Russell Stover chocolate bunny. I've been saving it for when I get my chocolate cravings. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that happened once. I again. just want. <laughs> I'm gonna start probably with the ears. You always go with the ears first because after that he can never hear you coming. <laughs> anyway, um, but back I on topic. Wanted to here. tell you all about my new that uh, I've been trying to play with is my Jedi. <laughs> and I think it's a lot of fun. I know there, I'm going to get a lot of hell saying, you're bringing Star Wars into Skyrim, but, you know, it's a Dwemer thing. I'm only using the Dwemer uh, stuff, and it's a lot of fun. I've always wanted to have one of those little Dwemer uh, spider robots to hang out with me, because those things are awesome. They are cool. Is this all part they're of a, uh, a mod? You can, Dave. No, they're different mods. Dave, yeah, it's I know. I know. I saw it. I, I have it downloaded. It's my next thing. No, not just mods. You can download. get a spider pet by getting an item that's hidden in the Markarth Museum. It's a oh yeah the, the, uh, the staff the control yeah the controller. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The spider. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> really? Yes, I yep. played around with them. I, I think I talked about it what four or five episodes that ago. Is BA. I don't think it. Yeah, you have spoken about it. Joe. It doesn't last forever though, right? It's got a. Nah, uh, it's got a limited use, but oh. it's so much fun. See, I want one that would last forever because that would be awesome, dude. I'm bringing that out. I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to get my Wabajack on this character. Wabajack? Do you think a, a Wabajack would be kind of in line with a, a Jedi? Probably no. not. No, not at all. You don't think that the Emperor would be like, <laughs> I now turn you into a frosted cake. <laughs> I don't think no, not not really. Now, however, that might be Yoda. With his little cane, you're like, <laughs> sweet roll, <laughs> sweet roll, you Okay, moving on. Wow, <sighs> Lou's over here chopping at the bit. My turn, my turn. Hey guys, over here, my turn. So Lou, oh, no, this is too good. <laughs> Lou, it's your turn. All right, <laughs> I had a bunch of things going on as well. Uh, just like Dave. I have been going mod crazy, uh, especially since uh, Sunday. Uh, Nexus mod manager, Skyrim Nexus, my my all-time faves now for anything Skyrim. Because <laughs> I, I am finding too many things I want to have up and running in this game. I saw that one mod Dave was talking about. It actually, if your character's do wheel, you actually get two lightsaber-looking type weapons in your hands. That's cool. It does, it does look pretty cool. Do we know yes. the name of this thing? No, I actually had a page somewhere. I have to go look it up. Oh, let me see if I can get. Let me see if I could happen to just pull it up. But at the same time, though, uh, I actually had to deactivate Sky UI. I think with the latest stuff going on, it wasn't working right. I kept getting that uh, error message within the game that one of the scripts was working properly. So in order to save my game files, I was like, "All right, let me deactivate this just in case it sort of doesn't screw anything up." But I had it going. And the big thing I've got going. Remember last week we talked about that one mod that you brought up, Rowan? Uh, Live another life. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, please, yeah. <laughs> is it awesome? <laughs> I have, I haven't installed that one yet. I want to try. It. So, oh, this thing is—it's great. Um, the way 
whoever created this, I forget, I, the name escapes me. It's it works very nicely, seamlessly into the game itself. And right off the bat, I created the Nord character with Imperial ties, and I was amazed just how smooth it just brought me right into Solitude, and had me kicking in with with the quest lines there. Wow. Yeah, it, and I I am looking forward to creating a couple more test characters just to see. Uh, some of the options that pops up. Uh, because for those of you who aren't familiar with this mod, when you look at the description, what happens is that, yes, you skip the long game intro, the whole sequence where you decide yourself, make yourself, what have you. You basically wake up in a cell, room area, and you pray to a Mara statue, and you set everything there, your face, your features, what have you. And then what happens is that you get to choose how to start your destiny. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole list of options to choose from. Right. And one of the options which I chose was, you know, I was a soldier. All right, fine. And then the Marastash says, okay, so what side were you on? You know, were you the Imperial or did you favor the Stormcloaks? You know, and then I chose the Imperial side because I wanted to try that right away. And it's great. And I couldn't believe when I actually got out of that cell, you know, the flow through and pop me right into the room with the general and the command and the captain. Had me start off that quest line during the Legion right then and there. Now, did they give you, like, increased levels in order to augment your, you know, position, supposedly, or, or no? No. You started off as, as level zero, level okay. one. Okay. Okay. However, it does help, though, that I believe what happened was the uh, the, the mod creator gave you a couple hundred gold. Hmm. Because right, depending on where you start off, like how you choose your destiny, you may not be in an area where it's prudent for you to go out there and start hunting and try to get money to buy things. Mm-hmm. So as kind of a, hey, you know, as a helping hand, he gives you a couple hundred gold in your pocket already to begin with. That way, if you do have a chance to go into a store or what have you, you do have some means to get something to help you make yourself more viable, more survivable, which I thought was pretty neat. Yeah, he actually thought about that. Yeah. You know, and then I got my armor from the blacksmith there, started off, and I kind of forgot, too, is that I chose the, the medium armor. All right, and I still had the Grandmaster mod going, by the way, on this character. So now imagine my, my legionnaire... <laughs> Doing kung fu flips and jumps in that armor. <laughs> it was hysterical. I'm like, oh my god, what did I, did I just do a backflip? Let me do that again. That's awesome. <laughs> so now I'm hopping and jumping like I'm Jackie Chan and fighting things too. Like this is this is great. <laughs> and you're it. like, are you in plate armor or what? No, I'm in medium armor, uh, light armor, light the, armor. Uh, okay. The imperial set, right? Yes, the imperial yeah. light armor set. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing it with a sword and board, which is even better. I'm like, this is, I can't believe I'm doing this with a shield in my hand. That's awesome. <laughs> and I'm backflipping. I'm, oh, I was doing it for the next like five minutes just to see it all. <laughs> wow, it's, we waste time. Oh, quest, that's right. <laughs> Let me go back to that. <laughs> it, it was just so much fun. And then I realized, you know, I really should just get the white run because everything around that area where I was, around Solitude, really wasn't favorable to me. So I was like, all right, let me, let me get back to start at the beginning. Mm hmm. Hopped in the wagon, started there, and like I said, it just played normally from that point forward. And it was nice. Awesome. You know, and some of the, along with some of the other mods I downloaded, uh, for example, I downloaded some reskin armor sets. One of them, again, I'll have to credit the names later for the, for the mods, but one of them actually went back and retextured and made the mod, made the armor uh, fit different characters, meaning if you were a female Nord, Instead of getting the blocky plate looking, you know, like, you know, it's the reskin in the male armor. No, this person actually went in and made it anatomically better, you know, made more sense. Like, all right, 
this is a a five eight Nord woman. He, she's not a six five Nord guy. The plate armor should look like this on her. <laughs> yes, it was huge tracts of land, Dave. <laughs> she has the, the, the largest hands in Spain. <laughs> so I've got that going. Plus, I also have what's called a face mesh mod running uh, from Ran Forty Six. And there, this person actually made a whole host of uh, retexture of the faces for all the faces and even more hair options. Oh. For the characters, which I thought was pretty cool. Is it, it now, is it keeping with some sort of a theme or is it just, you know, make it, you know, sharper looking? No, it, it makes it sharper. It gives you more yeah. abilities, more uh, a finer, fine tuned detail with the sliders. Mm-hmm. You know, with the cheeks, the mouth, the nose, the eyes, you, you get much more fine detail with it, which is great. Yeah. So if you're that nitpicky or if you really want to spend the time to make this avatar look like something better, you can do that. Yeah. Which is nice. I know there's um there's you know mods out there for the face that can, you know, change it to, you know, look something completely out of Skyrim. They've got a yes. whole whole host of other themes out there. Yeah, they've got the anime and manga type mods out there for the faces of the <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And the armors and weapons too, by the way. <laughs> which is another thing I've downloaded too. I've downloaded several weapons packs. That I, I think I mentioned last week, the week before that, because there are some people out there who actually went out and pretty much remodeled and made more realistic looking weapons, like stuff from the, actually you'd see in the museum, okay, in an arms room. Okay. Uh, when I'm down right now, is got, uh, he went with like, uh, I wouldn't say like borderline, like just the end of the medieval age, the dark ages, and to the Renaissance age type weapons. All right. So he's got those kinds of, uh, those swords, like sabers, the main gosh, if you don't want to use a shield. He actually created the main gosh type weapon. Like, if you've seen the Disney version of Three Musketeers with Charlie Sheen, Oliver Platt. Yeah. Oliver yep. Platt had that main gosh pop out in his left hand. Yes, you can use that, and it actually works as a shield. That's cool. And so I can't wait to try that. I might do with character to see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And, wow. Mod crazy this week, Lou. Yes, you have no idea. I have got a whole bunch of my still have yet to activate. I think we're getting the idea. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but it's wonderful. And, you know, I can't wait to get on this. We need to go. It's <laughs> <laughs> going. But yeah, that's, that's in my week and a cool. wrap up. All righty. We're going to, we're running very, very long. We got a little bit crazy today on our, our playthroughs, which is okay. It's okay. So we're going to get through the news really quickly and go from there. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times, your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, your official and community news. It's a slow news week, but Ivarwin dug up some nuggets anyway. I did. I went behind the uh, seats of my couch and found a nugget here and a nugget there, and they had Skyrim written all over it. Your cat's talented. That uh, sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you try figure out what they taste like. <laughs> wow. All right, so uh, moving on. Skyrim 1.5 update. Xbox and PS3 users, Skyrim updated 1.5 is now available to you. You may now join the ranged and magic kill cam awesomeness that has been long denied to you for several weeks now. Additionally, PS3 users, be aware that some of you have reported to Bethesda crashing issues when entering water. 
Bethesda has released this statement to you as a fix if you are experiencing the issue. And I quote, We've seen reports of users having issues with the game freezing up when entering water. If you're having this issue, head to PlayStation XMB menu. From there, go to Game, Game Data Utility, delete the game data, and title updates for Skyrim. No, game data is not the same as your game servers. As long as you're not deleting anything from the game saves folder, you'll have, you, you'll still have your saves. So once you restart Skyrim, you'll need to wait for the 1.5 title update to reinstall as well as the mandatory game data install. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, very official. That, yes. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> however, <laughs> they also, uh, they also released this one tiny little news bit, uh, as well. The fun facts. All right. Uh, which is found on bethblog.com. And they have said, Average playtime across all three platforms is 85 hours, and over 30% of Skyrim gamers have played over 100 hours. Is it just me, or is that that number just seem low? (laughs) What is that, just for your first character? Well, that's that's coming off now. That's coming off of, you know, what they're able to measure, which is going to be, you know, Steam-based, I would imagine. I don't think they're able to pull any kind of statistics off of the consoles unless somehow they might i mean yeah yeah unless go ahead dave they may be able to i know that uh don't they measure time on the xbox well they that might be the way they're receiving it they might be getting it from uh microsoft and sony might be measuring that and then reporting it back to bethesda I wonder if it has a clock counter just like with the final fantasies you know when you go to the the main menus within the game Mm mm-hmm You'll see your own little time counter at the bottom left, see how many hours you played. So yeah, I wonder. That's, yeah, maybe. So yeah. at this particular point, I mean, you know, it's it's an it's long enough in, um, you know, where this game has been released in order to, you know, get those numbers from the console guys. So yeah, this could be yeah, it could be across all. Th- well, actually, no. It says right here. I just actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> Average playtime across all three platforms at eighty five hours. It's <laughs> not bad. It's actually pretty okay. good for all three platforms. Yeah. I uh, went to uh, a client's home to fix his computer, and apparently him and his son play Skyrim. Um, uh-huh. They logged 552 <laughs> hours. Just the two of them. Combined? Wow. Wow. Jeez. Oh, One twin powers, activate yeah. there. That's yeah. That's Love 24 Skyrim. hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> Last three months. Jeez. Wow. That's a lot of Skyrim. Holy God. The North Feast. So they're on the other side of this bell curve. Yeah. Where there's a lot of <laughs> no, they, they they break the curve. They're those people like, hey, uh. you ruined the curve, man. Are you saying they're the outlier? <laughs> they're, they're the outliers, definitely. That's it. That's the news. Uh, they did say that they would like to. They are going to release more statistics in the coming weeks and month months ahead. So we'll have we'll right that to look forward to. <clears throat> wow, Varwin, those facts were fun. Yay. <laughs> I had fun reading them. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! All right, we're going to move on to the Bannered Mayor. Welcome to the Battered Mare. What can I get you? And here we are in the Battered Mare, our roundtable discussion. Roundtable, table, 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 table. That's the word I'm looking for. This Coffee is... Coffee table. Yeah. 
This is day three of three for our MMO discussion. Some of you are complaining, oh, he's talking about MMO because it's Elder Scrolls. And it's going to be happening. We just want to talk about it, see what... Just to put out there what we want to see for what we feel would be make a successful MMO. And we had one listener write in saying, they don't listen to you. They're not going to change anything because of what you say. Well, I beg to differ. Did someone actually say yeah. that? Someone actually said yep. that? That's really deflation, uh, deflating me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crushed. <laughs> oh. What a Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think yeah, it really like, matters if they listen like to I've us or not. I've never stopped complaining just because someone wasn't listening. Hey, know, if you right? get the people oh, to really? shout out in unified voice, they have to listen. Hey, yo. Okay, so first on our list is factions are rumored to be in the game. Good? Bad. What factions do we want? Don't want questing and leveling structure so we'll just start with the first part of that factions are rumored to be in the game is that good or bad no one start all at once so i'm gonna go ahead (laughs) (laughs) driving the helm well you're driving the helm boss factions are already in skyrim oblivion why not it's part of the elder scrolls now dave you're always mr objective i don't want to hear it uh okay i'll save it I'll save it. I won't say a word. Say All right, Dave. I think. Uh, no, before when you go, I like you better. Oh, oh psych y'all. Psych, psych y'all. I, I'm, I'm, we're done. I'm through with this. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Dave, don't have a diva moment, all right? <laughs> Put the Whitney Houston back in. Put it back in. <laughs> the first time I was afraid I was going to <laughs> oh, he went there. We went back another decade. All right, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. It's all right, Aretha. If I can just <laughs> Aretha. Um. So I guess really the question is: Is this? You know, I mean, obviously the the factions are in the game, but like, should we be able to join them or not? Mm. I think. I think so. I think factions should be in the game. I'm glad they're in the game. Rumored to be in the rumored game. It's like a meta rumor. Um, and I, I think we should be able to join them and not just not just one. I think we should be able to join whichever ones, even to the point of absurdity where, you know, you can join, let's say, faction A and faction A is warring against faction B. I think we should be like able to be double agents, if you will, and have choices in our quests regarding that that double agent choice where we're with faction a but we decide to join faction b and we're kind of like a spy that could take up so much coding time it's ridiculous well we've got nothing but time that's that's my thought on that one i i think we should i think we should have uh factions and i think we should be able to join them and mm-hmm. uh, and i i segue to whoever wants to pick it up from all me. right <laughs> dave what is your counter argument sir Oh, thank God. I'm <laughs> Factions are the biggest load of crap to enter an MMO since PvP. Oh, my. Ever. Whoever. Ever. No, it's, this is the worst thing ever made. Why? Okay. How many times have you been in an MMO sitting on your server with absolutely nobody on? But you think, hmm, man, if I was on the opposite side, I'd have people to queue with. Factions, the only thing that they exist to do it's to stop you from playing with other people on your server. There's no reason for well, it. Well, most of us. What are they going to? Most of them use it as a, as a story, as a story foundation. But you know what, Dave? You're not going to like this. You're not going to like hearing this. But I agree with you. What? 
Wow, we are recording this, right? We are. Is this this is this we is are. live? Right? Y'all people in the chat, y'all heard that? They heard it. Yes, I said it. They, really? I think that. Well, I played Final Fantasy XI, and the only thing I liked about that game was that there was no factions. I know. Yes. That was the best thing ever. You were on a server. You were on the server with the other people on your server. Everybody, Whoa. not just no this group way. of people that like to be the best. They like to be different, so they went to the side that has le- least populated. The other side has like 16 times the amount of people you do. But, you know, you're stuck here all by your lonesome with four people in your zone wondering what's up. With all these thousands of other players from the other faction all around you killing stuff, but... You know, again, the only thing that PvP dividing factions do is to stop you from playing with other people on your server. If you want to see actual server size... Have a game like Final Fantasy. Well, you could always do it's kind of like you know, a compromise on that. You could have factions, but they're not warring. They're friendly. It's just like the Matrix. You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> well, if right. they were yeah, friendly, yeah, that, that there would be absolutely no. Well, you use factions well, like as a story you know, foundation, Dave. As a story foundation, you do, you pick it for this that group of story quests that you want to play. Okay, right. they don't have to be warring with the other faction. You can't have like this huge language barrier that, for some reason, even though you're the same race of people, you can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> no, you can go to their city, you can partake, you can help the other players with their quest chains, but you do it for a certain, let's say, benefit for your character, like a faction benefit. That's it. That's right. all it's used for, and a story foundation for this region. That's it. Nothing else. No PvP conflicts, no war, nothing, no separating divider of awesome power that says you guys can't communicate, even though you're staring at each other talking the same language. So it, no, uh, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I, I would, I would agree with the both of you. However, there is this glaring issue in, in your, in your argument. Okay. Uh, the Elder Scrolls is not a huggy bear fest where we. I was about together. to say that. Isn't the whole point of Elder Scrolls to stab other people? <laughs> I would I would argue that it, the point of Elder Scrolls is to stab other people. <laughs> Brought to you by Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, we can't say that. We can't say that. Well, well, here's no, the thing I, with factions, though. It, it, I think factions work. It's great. You have three of them. So for me, that introduces more balance. Now, whether or not they're, they're going to introduce PvP in this game, which is probably... Why they have factions to segue no, into that? Oh, that's like right. the worst mistake of an MMO. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. I mean, for me personally, only one game company, one game's ever done three factions, the best ever. Okay, and that's Mythic with Dark Age of Camelot. All right, they gave people a reason to PvP. The best ever. Ever. All right. Ever. And other games since then, I'm sorry, I've been pissed poor in their PvP RBR models. Warhammer Online, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> they they paid for it. Okay, but if you're going to have three factions and you're going to introduce that in some way, you're going to have to work on that model. Okay, give the factions a reason to want to go out there and kill each other. Okay, get stuff back from the other faction. But, as Joe has said, and as David said, you know, you can have three factions, use that to build different storylines, different areas. Like, alright, this faction starts off here, in this part of Tamriel. You know, this other faction starts here, in this area of Tamriel, and so forth. But no one's at war, it just gives you a different area, a different set of quests to start off and begin with, which I think is a good idea. All right, that way you're not all in the same quest area. Go, all right, we have 12 different people and we all have the same stories. For me, I like different varieties. Okay, what I did like about EQ1, when you start off a different race, you were in a different starting area. 
Okay, why would a dwarf be in a wood elf city starting off? Okay, I never got that in MMOs. Okay, if you're all different races, yet you all somehow have the same starting area. Okay, it's like, would you see Legolas as a young elf, you know, in Lake Town? No. <laughs> would you see him in Kaza Doom? No. He starts there because he's an elf. Okay. Right. No. Yep. <laughs> I had to say it, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, and as Joe was alluding to, the factions are a good thing. You get, you get to have faction benefits. You know, each faction, you know, gets the same benefits, but it's just applied differently or what have you. You just have to do different set of quests to get to it. One oh, big thing that they have going on with, uh, the Elder Scrolls games is they always, you know, have the different types of skill sets. Like they have the warrior skill set, they have the ma- magic skill set, and they have the rogue skill sets. Mm-hmm. Which, even with the beginning of Skyrim, you pick one of the three stones and it helps you get bonus experience towards when you're using magic or when you're using, you know, a sword or whatever. And that's how I figure that they need to make these factions work. They don't need to be pick your faction when you start your character. It needs to be sort of along the line of as you progress through your storyline, you pick one of the three based on what set of quests you want to do or what type of skills you want to level up. And another thing that I've said that I'd like I to agree see with is, that. I agree yes. with that. You know, I'd yeah. like to see a faction that you can freely drop out of. You know, I, I want to be in this faction to up this type of skill or have these types of bonuses today. So I'm going to be in this one. But tomorrow I want to work on different things. So I need to drop out of this faction and go into this one. And that would change up PvP groups a lot, too. Oh, yeah. If they were fighting within each other, but you're the one who picks which one you want to be in on a right. particular day. I'm pulling the, the producer card here. We're moving on to the next subject, because we can go all okay. day about this. Okay. All day. Questing and leveling structure. How do we want to see it done? I am personally on the route of Skyrim, where questing gives you loot and money, and that's it. I want to see that same leveling structure you see in Skyrim. You level up based on what you do. That is what's going to make the game. Period. The the only thing that I I I would I would say let's don't touch it. Leave it like Skyrim is because it's perfect. Yeah. However, I would the only thing I would suggest is have an alternate advancement feature where leveling, uh, excuse me, where questing is still uh, worthy is still something viable and exciting and fun after you've hit top level. If they do the economy right, yeah, it's all it is. That questing would be about the money. I agree. Questing needs to be about the money. Right. But you don't think Doing that these once jobs you hit, for you know, people for the benefit at the end, not just, oh, I get experience because I did this for you. Yay. No, I want the gold. Give me the dang gold. <laughs> right. Gold, any item that you're able to give me, like whether it's a piece of armor, piece of jewelry, or a weapon. Can't pay me gold? Yeah, I'll take your firstborn over there. No. Remember what I I always say is that if it's useful in raiding, if it is useful in in-game whatsoever, it's going to become a requirement. Mm -hmm. At least, maybe not for everybody, but for some people. And that's going to drag it down. You don't want it to become a requirement. But if it has a secondary necessity, like uh, gaining gold or money or items... Stuff that isn't required for in-game, but would help in a well, you secondary take what way. Skyrim did with the whole alchemy, but you make it a lot more of a robust system. A lot more items. It doesn't just apply for alchemy, but for enchants, you might need to get this certain wing of a moth, but you have to go to this quest up in the mountains in order to get that lady who has the only two wings left in all of, all of the Tamriel, you know? Mm. That kind of thing. 
And you can repeat that quest if you want to, or she'll be some appear somewhere after you complete that quest, continue the change, and get another set of moth wings, epic moth of of, of skull doom later. Um, make it like that. Base it. Base the whole economy on a massive infrastructure of items, mild or mid item, mid items, low items like um, feathers from five different types of birds that have different properties attached to them. You know, things like that. That could really play into that it. Actually work. And silence is the mum. No, that, that <laughs> actually, I would love to see a game that where gathering was a necessity to actually play the auction house. That'd be kind of neat instead of buying all your crap off the auction house just to turn around and have. I mean, to not so much always just into the gathering. Well. You could find everything you need on the on your route to go kill the epic four legged donkey of doom. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's my war horse talking about there. Oh, look! A pretty <laughs> firebug. I'm going to pop his little butt off and stick it in my backpack as I'm walking by, you know? Or you go into a cave, you see a pot that has some kind of fluid in there, you pick it up, put it in a jar, there you go, you're on your way. And, uh, Dave, I swear, I'm turning your video off. <laughs> Uh-oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> there goes the chocolate bunny. Chocolate bunny can no longer hear. You, you get what I mean. Just make it based on the quest. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to go out and spend four hours to this area, this region, to try to gather this many things to, you know, to to make this item of potion to so I can make this ridiculous. But do a multi... Okay, one of the best crafting systems I have ever seen in any MMO period was in EverQuest 2. I don't know how many oh, guys yeah. you played that game, but it had the... Oh, yeah. Ever, the crafting system was another game in itself in that game. It was completely robust. The way you did everything, you had to make every item. You got raw hide, you have to go to a sewing machine, you have to be proficient with that, and you have to make leather. You take that leather, you have to tan it, then you have to go do this and this. You take your wood, you have to cut it, and you have to cut it a certain way to make this item. And you go over there, and you put the leather and the wood together. Oh, don't forget your nails. You go to the blacksmith bench, you make your nails. <laughs> Making oh, wow. one item could be yeah, a two-hour process. independent, which was great. And it was... I love. Yeah, it. that was the first crafting system in any MMO that I wanted to do. I think I spent more than half my time crafting than anything else. And all I did was make furniture for people's homes. That's it. Wow. Worthy skill? Yes. Well, Holy cow. You know, yeah, for those people who may not be familiar with that game, as well as the fact that the way that system was built, crafting system was built, every other crafter could be in, could be dependent on the others, meaning, yes, you were a carpenter, but you know, you're not a blacksmith. You can't make nails. So guess what? I have to go to Dave the blacksmith. Hey, man, I need nails from you. And Dave goes, well, I need this type of wood from you to make my thing. All right. I do like wood. Yeah. Yes, you do. we all do. You know, let's trade. And there you go. <laughs> do we? Do we all? Wow. <laughs> you know, you, now you've got a crafting system where the crafters have to work with each other okay, in order to build their stuff. Um, and like Joe was saying, it was a minigame in itself because uh, if people aren't familiar with it, you can't just walk away when you're crafting stuff. Okay. It's not World of Warcraft model where it's like, oh, click. Little skill bar, boom, it's made. No, it's during the crafting process. Guess what? If you're trying to make that epic sword, little conditions pop up saying, uh, uh, it's too hot. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, wait, I have a skill to temper the metal if it's too hot. I have to hit that button now. Otherwise, my creation is, guess what? It's going to fail. Or it's not going to be as powerful as I could be wow. because that happened. Yeah. Sounds and that really may turn detailed. up a lot of players because, unfortunately, a lot of players nowadays, they want it now. Now. W now. All right. Okay. So, like, this this kind of like I guess segues us into the into the features thing. As far as crafting is concerned, do you know? Do we want the crafting to be 
this robust or do we want it to be more like a a, a warcraft kind of a crafting panel where it's like oh i got three gems and out of I, that I can make despise you know, warcraft crafting hated it i never did it yeah. it was stupid um, did you dis- did you dislike it because it was boring, or did you dislike it because it was simple? Why the heck would I want to spend three hours doing nothing but stare at a screen as it goes through a bar? <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 I love. I didn't touch personally. I got really excited by seeing that bar fill up every time. It was like, you know, <laughs> it's almost there. It's almost there. Yay! It's there. It's like it's like installing something on your computer. Yes, I have a silver ring. <laughs> Imagine they poofed. Well, yeah, oh I mean, man, the, the crafting system has to be worthwhile. Okay, not something where you know a player can just sit there for several hours and then max out. You know, hit four hundred, five hundred in less than a day. All right, give it something, give it purpose. You know, if you're going to make crafting, make it so where if you're going to make epic weapons, yeah, guess what? You're going to invest the time into this character for that. All right, make it where, well, again, I'm just a hard ass when it comes to games like this, MMOs. <laughs> if you want to, you know, craft that, you know, craft that Vorpal Blade, decapitation, you're only skill of 150 and acquires 500. You may have to sit there, just craft for the next couple of weeks, and that's all you're doing. You're not playing, you're not leveling. You're not raiding. You're not doing because you have to sit there and craft your weapon. Yeah, make it robust. We want it robust. Well, real quick, do, as far as paying for this mm. game, what what do what do we want out of this? I mean, do do we want the subscription only, free to play only, both, uh, something with microtransactions? Of course, I want it free. Come on. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats free. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, do you really have to ask that? Have we met? Well, it's it's uh, it's certain it's a system. Uh, there, all these systems exist, and they're out there, and they all you know uh, enhance or or take away from the you know the game experience in one way or the other. Well, I think if they're going to do a microtransaction shop, um, that might be bad for some people because they really don't want to. Well, if if they keep it purely for cosmetic reasons, mm-hmm. then you may nullify what the crafters can do in terms of hey you want the crafters to be able to make these this armor these weapons or this gear whether it's for actual leveling partying raiding with or cosmetic gear social gear like we see in tour okay and having a cash transaction shop that's i guess that's part and parcel of what they do there for the microtransactions they sell a cosmetic gear like guild wars all right they sell you know the uniforms and sets and special stuff it's purely cosmetic and that's where they get a lot of revenue from. If you want to roll something like that into here, it would kind of nullify again what the crafters could do or what right. you want to do. Okay, yeah, there's there's yeah, Joe, what do you what do you think about that? What do you think about about this? Would you rather see it free to play, subscription, both, really? You know, it's hard to say cuz like there's, there's there's a lot of benefit to having a free to play model. A lot of benefit. You're going to get a lot yeah. of listeners really quick cuz people don't want to pay for a game that they're not sure about. Pay for for a, a subscription. I think that kind of hurts some MMOs nowadays is having, well, you got to pay 15 bucks a month right off the gate to play this game. But there's well, yeah, the benefit of the subscription, though, is the fact that the normally, normally here, air quotes, is the fact that most developers will actually spend a lot more time to continually improve that game on a pay-to-play subscription base. But the free-to-play model, the way it goes nowadays, could be more profitable for the company, and they still could have the same effect. It's um, Me, personally, though, I would like to see free-to-play. 
with a subscription option. That's kind of how I lean on this too. I, I would like to see, I'd like to see it, you know, both. And usually with, with a free to play option, you know, you have, you have its limits. And then when you just decide to go with a subscription, it, you know, you have unlimited use. I would like to see some kind of microtransaction regarding usage of the game with that. Because, uh, you know, Lou, you're 100% right when it comes to, you know, um, microtransactions and purchasing items and that taking away from the crafting system. So I, I would like to see a, a nice, healthy mixture of all three of these things, to be honest. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's you know, me. Obviously, you know, buy to play. You know, you buy the initial game, obviously, just after yeah. 60 bucks, like Dave was saying. And then have give the player an option whether they want to go free to play, what have you. And then if you really want to make it work, I guess get some model where you have a, a good balance between the pay to you know pay to play subscription model and the free to play model. Okay, do you want to take things away from each other, or, or you know give players that incentive to go to a pay to play model? You know, like what do you give them? What do you hold back from them? All right, yeah, we're gonna go through these game features really quick. I just want to hear your guys' brief opinion on this. No extended conversation here. Starting with DPS threat meters. Evar, one go. Out. Out. Don't like it. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Lou. Out. <laughs> don't like it. Don't need it. Dave. Not the way this game is built. I don't think this game even needs it. You know what? I am normally on the same boat. I'm only the guy that says, yes, I want my DPS meter for a game like this. No, I don't want it. Uh, looking for group panel. Dave. Absolutely not. Okay, Lou. I'd say go for it. Yeah, they need it. Well, if it's a must. If, if we go by the structure we were talking about on three episodes ago, two episodes ago, of the way the system works by solo or based on the people you get, I don't think it is a must for that kind of format. If they go the traditional MMO route, then yes, it's a must. Storage. I I hmm? I, I say it's a must. It's got to got to have it in there. It's only going to increase your your community. Only going to increase your interactivity. The more you're able to, you know, group up faster and easier, the better off you are. Fair enough. Storage, i.e. character bags, banks, and other inventory. I think it should be just like Skyrim. Blue. Definitely. You'd like to see him, and, but keep Skyrim's model because it, 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 hey, it works. Don't by weight. It. Go by weight. D&D model rules. Yvarwin. I completely agree. Do the exact same thing that's in Skyrim. Um, only allow me to, to purchase more, to unlock more. And when I buy, you know, player housing... And possibly player vehicles. Go to the gym. Storage with carry more. <clears throat> I work, work out. out. <laughs> Lift an ox. I work out. Oh my god, Dave. No, there should not be player bags. There should be banks. Banks are fine, but there there doesn't need to be a limit on what you can put in a bank. The bags always drove me nuts. They always were so them. unrealistic. I have 50,000 bags on me that carry 5,000 items, but yeah, it doesn't hurt me at all. I'm just fine walking around. I have the, I have like an entire warehouse yeah. right here in my, my right pocket. <sighs> stick with the weight. Auction houses. Yeah, stick with the weight. Varwin. In. Lou. In. Dave. Uh, you know, I he says love in. To see all right. A game um, without it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like overruled in. Overruled. In order for this game to work, you have to have an economy like that. You have to have an economy, and without an auction house, you don't have an economy. So why ask me the question if you're just gonna slap me? So I can, (laughs) just so I can, Dave. (laughs) Companions, Uh, Lou. 
definitely keep them. I like the way they work in this game. Like again, like just like the banks and everything else, it's it. Hey, it works. Don't fix it. Well, let's let's put it this way: if they upgraded the AI, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would say yes. Generally speaking, I I'm gonna say yes. Keep the companions in, um, but just please upgrade the AI because right now it's it's just really not not fun. I don't use them because of the AI. Dave. Well, the game Dragon Age Origins. Lou, what I say? What I say? What I say? <laughs> I say we play it like Rift. I want my widget pet, and I don't need anybody else. So no, no companions. I'm if it's an MMO, you find your companion through tells. I'm with Dave. No companions. I'd rather just pull Ivarwin or or Dave and have my little pet that way. <laughs> <laughs> Even Lou. <laughs> I just, I just okay. have to call Lou when I when I need my utility knife. All right, that's it for our discussion in Bernard Mare. I think that went pretty smooth, Gentlemen, guys. This MMO has been built by us for us. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care if Bethesda's is not listening. We do it for fun. <laughs> well, now we can say if they use any of our ideas, even by accident, we can say that they made it by listening to us. Exactly. All right, we're going to move on to the crafting table. And here we are in the crafting table, mods and other game enhancements. And my favorite mod of the last couple of weeks is Midas Magic by Zilver. X-I-L-V-E-R. Best way to find it, seriously, though, is through Steam Workshop. Best way to get it. I'm just saying. Best way to get it. It's all over the place on that. Um, This mod adds 60 plus new and unique spell types. It has beam, spray, projectile attacks, and a whole host of summable stuff. A whole ton of it, including a summable player house, which is kind of interesting. Anyway, this mod has several goals. Extend the magic system of Skyrim without disturbing the current spell system. So what does it just adds to the current while keeping things in balance? There are a couple of spells that are kind of OP, but he does mention that when you look at the spell list. And I just got to bring up some of these spells that I have been loving. Like the beginning spells that you can get, Cure Disease, Conjure Pickaxe, Conjure Dagger, which I use religiously, Bug Swarm, which is very funny to watch, uh, uh, Steam Spray, Intense Flames, Frost Beam, which is very cool looking, Force Push, which he kind of has it listed as an OP, which you have a shout for that too, which kind of, oh. eh. What about, for- they have Force Pull. This one's for you, Ivarwin. They force force things to come to you, pull them to you. I love force push. So I'll take force pull. Night eye, which allows you to see in the dark. Uh, summon swarm, which is like an enhanced version of the bug swarm. Conjure dragonling, a little broken people, a little cool, but he <laughs> is kind of um handicapped to say the least. Avalanche, which is awesome. You sit there and summon these. You cast your spell. Anywhere high, it'll drop a whole bunch of ice blocks on people, which is really awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a spell called, I want to say, uh, Magma Ball, which is featured at the end of the video. You sit there and you shoot these balls of magma. Just shoot them like a machine gun. And when they fall to the earth, they explode <laughs> in a series array of explosions. It's so BA looking. Wow. Blaze of Magnus. There is a ton in there. Shapeshift Wolf. Shapeshift Giant. 
Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you attack with two-handed weapons. Yeah, you actually turn yourself yep. into a giant? That's awesome. No, that's the advanced magics. The advanced magics are insane. They go beyond what the advanced magic is in current Skyrim. There's only, what, six, seven spells that were really the top of the magic chain in Skyrim right now. These go beyond that. But they take a ton of magic to cast. A ton. So you use pretty much, even at the higher levels, your entire bar to cast one of these spells. Wow. God help if you miss. Ooh, that's going to hurt. <sighs> Damn thing moved. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's completely different ways to obtain these spells from the normal system. I love how they work it. They have reactors. Reactors are in Riverwood Trader, which is gives you your basic level spells. The Median in the College of Winterhold, I just got that today. That's like your mid-range spells. And you have the um, Hillgrun's Tomb, which I have not been able to discover yet, I guess has the higher level spells. When you go to the reactor, it gives you this book. The book shows you all the spells you can get from this reactor with the ingredients that you need to get it. They all take a gold ignit. It's one of the ingredients, obviously Midas. And then a series of different right. items you put into the reactor. You press the lever, which took me about, what, 10 minutes last night, Dave, to figure out? Yep. You, pull, you, pull, you hit the lever, and up <laughs> pops a book to learn that spell. And so I'm not doing any alchemy or anything. I'm gathering everything, everything I can find, and storing it so I can get these spells. I want every one of them. <laughs> now, the intermediate ones require actual staffs, named staffs in the game, in order to make, like Staff of Magus. Yeah, really. You put it in the reactor, you get the spell for it. You get the mag, the magus flame or whatever it is for that one. Does it destroy the weapon? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. oh. Anything you put in there gets destroyed to make the book. And there is quests that you can do to attain the higher end spells, but I don't. I haven't seen them yet. I'm not sure where they are yet, but I'm definitely going to explore the crap out of this mod because I am seriously, seriously loving it. Yeah, it sounds awesome. What's it? What's the deal with the whelp though? Like, why is he? Why it is looks he not like the good? man. The uh, the uh, it's the only spell is bug in the game currently. Actually, his animation is janky. It's it's there's something wrong with the animation. He looks like he's trying to fly on the ground, and his back legs all twitching, and his his wings look all crippled and twitching <laughs> everywhere. And I saw him summon it, and it was like summoned face down into the ground, and. Looks like that bad transport accent in the original Star Trek movie. <laughs> That's what you got. <laughs> Get a transporter mess of a whelpling, dragon whelpling. <laughs> so I would definitely check it out. If you're playing a caster, even if you're not, some of the spells you can use from Midas work for any play style. Like Ivarwin's little sword and board there. Pull them to you, man. <laughs> They'll run away. Just grab them. Bring them right back. Bash them on top of the head. There you go. Walking away. Scorpion the only problem there. is it adds Boost. so many spells to the game that I'm going to have like all my hotkeys filled out with spells and still have to go and pause and, and switch them around. There is a ton to play with. It's it's so much fun. But that is yeah, it. Yeah, well, with, mm -hmm. a, with a list of 60 of them, I mean... Uh, <laughs> God. And even, these all look and cool. they all are all yeah, animated yeah, extremely yeah, well, except for the Dragon Whelpling. I mean, the Dragon Whelp itself, <laughs> when you first summon him, looks cool. Until he starts animating himself and he's all glitching and blech. <laughs> but Joe, it's it's ninety nine percent cool until you get that one whelpling, that point one percent, that total awesome. If mob. you if you piss him off and make him fly, he looks cool. But other than that, he's on the ground, he's all glitchy and just stays there, like he's you know, not all <laughs> there. 
like you just fried him and he's just reacting violently to it. <laughs> well, it says in the comments and the, uh, the notes for the um, for Mice Magic that the dragon whelpling is bugged. The animation okay. is buggy. Oh well to that, right? All right. Can't have everything. Midas Magic yeah, by Zilver. X-I-L-V-E-R. Look it up, guys. Use it. It's a blast. All right. Moving on to the Elder Scroll. A fragment of time. A piece of creation. A record of history. History itself. The Elder Scroll. And here we are in the Elder Scroll. Lore's Lou segment. Lore with Lou. Lore Lou. Lou Lou Lou. Lore 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 Lou Lou Lore Lore Lou Lou. What do you got for us today, Lou? Okay. This week, we're going to bring him out. Pantheon of Gods. We're going to, I am going to work with Lorcan. Goes by several names. The most popular two. First one is Missing God, and the second one he's also known as the Trickster. Lorcan has he is in every Tamriel mythic tradition. Right? He shares that distinction with Akatosh. So in every culture, every race that's on Tamriel, those two are always involved in some way with the creation mythos. His most popular name with the Aldmer. He's known as Lorcan. The trickster, so that's where that comes from. All right, it's the people from Cyrodiil. They name him Shazar or the Missing God. All right, because out of all of the divines, Lorcan is the only one that actually did pass away, so to speak, among from the gods, and he is banished from existence or from the plane of existence from the gods. Okay, hmm, that's interesting. Right. Well, that's because it actually rolls into part of what happens with the creation. Okay, because remember. With him, he is actually the one that is directly responsible for the creation of Nern. Okay, and according to certain traditions, he either convinced them or contrived or tricked the original spirits to help him bring about uh, the creation of the mortal plane, which is Nern. Now, for the mayor, the elves, remember, they consider him unholy or a deviant or an aberrant, right? Because he forever broke the connection to the spirit plane, which ties into the immortality. Because previously, the mayor were immortal. Right. So, what happens when the creation story, remember, the Lorcan had asked the gods to help him create Nern, and in doing so, sap away the divinity, because he needed a divine power to bring about the mortal plane of existence. And if you remember from my previous uh, uh, lore segment, some of the gods actually turned away from that. Once they knew what was happening, or what was needed to actually bring Nern into existence, they turned away and stopped. Okay, Except for these eight, were now confined, you know, to their own plane of existence because they gave up that part of the divinity to help bring about the mortals. So, in the legends of the mayor, all right, he's always portrayed as an enemy because of that. All right, they they despise him for that. And but for mankind, for the you know, for humans, hey, he's great because you know what? He made us come into being. Because also as part of the Aldmer tradition, the mayor tradition, the mayor see themselves as direct descendants of the Adra, from the divine beings. So because of that, the creation process, sapping away the divinity. And thus leading them to be mortals, okay, they don't like that anymore. They, you know, that's why they don't refer to him, or they refer to him as a trickster in that kind of hateful, spiteful manner. Mm. Whereas the like the men race, you know, the, the human races, they they like him because hey, we're not divine beings, we're not descended from divine beings. They just created us to be here. Now, one of the greatest things you see here in what he's done 
one of the influences he's had on the world itself, though, even though he did disappear, was his heart. Right? It was, according to some legends, it was taken from him by the other gods in their anger and fury because he helped create the world. So what happens? What do they do? They took it out, cast down the depths of the earth. They wanted to bury it so it wouldn't be found. And as we all know, when you play the game, guess what? One of the items you can find. Yeah, you can find Lord Khan's heart. Huh. So leave it to you players to find that out. You know, if you haven't seen it already, you know it's there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So go find it if you haven't done it yet. That's my little hint there. <laughs> 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 all right. You're killing me because now I'm wondering, like, you know, what does this thing do? <laughs> <laughs> is it actually like the guy's, you know, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, it is his heart. Yeah, it's, it's a physical part of it. It allows you to act out a scene from Indiana Jones. Kalima. 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 Hey, come on. I'm swollen, I'm swollen, I'm swollen, I'm Hey, we appreciate her singing <laughs> Anything Goes in Mandarin. Come on, that's a great opening scene. <laughs> but to help tie up the end of my little segment here, to help tie into the creation mythos, okay, remember, he helped bring it about. He convinced the gods to create a new plane of existence and to populate with lesser beings of their own design, okay, which he described them being the soul of the universe, all right? So, again, remember, he helped convince or trick these other beings to help him create the world, mm-hmm. right? And now, what do we have? We have Nern, which now leads into, what, the Elder Scrolls, okay? So, there you go. That's one god I'm working with. You know, I just gave you some history on, so hopefully, you know, you people will go out there, try to find his heart, you know, <laughs> Joe said, go, go and hack that scene, <laughs> go do something with it, go find that awesome. <laughs> Lou, you must have, like, you must have really edited a lot of this down. I mean, there must be, like, a tremendous amount of just, you know, stuff out there regarding regarding this guy. Yeah, there is, actually, and a lot of it just ties into creation parts mm-hmm. of Nerd itself. So it is a lot of information, but just condensing it down, this is the, the nitty-gritty of it. This is the essential part of it. Yeah, he'll create the world, what have you. Now it's, now it's around. Yeah, when, when you were reading this stuff, just a quick question. I mean, anything interesting coming out of the second era regarding no. him or nothing at all? Uh, not really. Okay. Not that, not that I could dig up. Um, a big part of the research, uh, the lore also too ties into, um, I can remember off hand, if I recall correctly, ties into one of the other two games, either Morrowind or Oblivion. Where you actually do you have to use his heart in one of those games uh, because it's going to power that golem, uh, some mechanical golem that's being created. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more. Is it Morrowind or Oblivion? I, I'm trying to remember. I played this game so long. Well, you actually that is being used to power that golem, and you have to actually take that away or use it yourself before the bad guys do. Right. Well, probably probably Oblivion because you know that's a very you know it's obviously a very he- heavy danger game. So yeah, I mean, there, like right. I said. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and I don't want to keep people here for like 15, 20 minutes, half an hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you could too, huh? <laughs> oh, I could, I could drone all day, but that would defeat the purpose. Get out there, people, go find this stuff. <laughs> don't think. Check out the chat room, Lou. Everyone's thanking you. Oh, you're welcome, guys and girls. Do my best. All right, we're gonna move on to the town square. Your emails and iTunes shoutouts. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. Here we are in the town square. I'm gonna start with the producer's email of the week, and the reason I picked this one is this guy actually attached some pictures 
with his email that I found very fascinating. And his email says, from a 30-something player, Skyrim player, welcome to the club, buddy. He's a 360 player. Love the show. Thanks for all you do. You're very welcome. I want to show off my deep love of Skyrim. And that's where the pictures came in. He has a tattoo on his right arm that has two swords that cross and a dragon that comes up in between the blades up to his shoulder. And it's a Skyrim dragon. That tattoo is BA. Thought it was awesome. Might have to post that on our site. With his permission, of course. And he says, I love listening to the podcast on iPod. Ex- excited for your future guest. Beep. A uh, few questions from non-MMO player. <laughs> for an MMO, would would uh, porting of characters be possible? Similar to the way Mass Effect has carried over characters and decisions. In your opinion, which NPC makes the best spouse? I am going to hold off that email right there. I want to talk about that. Um... No, porting of a character from a one-player game to an MMO is not possible. I mean, yeah, they could do it, but it is not viable in any way, shape, or form. The whole point of MMO is to start from the beginning and work your way up. That's what makes an MMO what an MMO is. You don't want to just take an 81 character, port it right into the MMO that was from 3,000 you know, years in the future. Suddenly he's in the past at high level with awesome gear. This wouldn't work. No, I agree. It wouldn't. It's especially since they have console abilities in Skyrim. It would be kind of uh, a little bit too easy to pop up to eighty-one and just be like, "Hey, look! Five minutes into the game, I'm max level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play a kill everyone. Ha ha! Guards can't touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that you know an MMO requires an economy and also yep. you know class balance, uh, spell balance. And this this game is just it's built to make you the ultimate BA, so it's unfortunately. But I I think the real reason why Joe stopped it there is because he wanted to know about our love life. <laughs> Isn't that right, Joe? You wanted to know who we were marrying in game. Caught me. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Come on, guys. We all know Joe. He has that one chick at that uh cantina or inn that he likes to go visit and take pictures of the chest. Ain't that right, Joe? That's right. What's her name? I don't remember. <laughs> you know, oh. she, doesn't, she doesn't need a name. She has the, the largest hands in Spain. Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> we all know that the, the hottest chick in the game is... What, what's her name? Sapphire from Riften? Mm. Is that her name? The chick, the chick no. who's uh, extorting the No, the guy. hottest one in the game that I, I wish I could marry, but she's already taken, is the lead of the Dark Brotherhood. Yes. Oh, dang it. Who I forgot her name too. I hate yeah. that story. Again, don't need names. Well, the only anyway. character that I, the only character <laughs> that I married off, married that girl, the the wannabe merchant, and I want to say White Run, who have to you get Mammothus for. Oh yeah. The reason I married her, well, she's kind of cute and game and all that, yeah. is the fact that she gave me lots of money. She opened her own little Did store. She? I was getting eight hundred, two thousand every time I asked her what her profit was. I was I'm I'm working on her right now. Wow. Let's seal that deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a marriage of mercenary means. <laughs> but I wish I could marry Astrid, the assassin chick. Yeah, we all she, want Astrid. She had me at Mammoth Tusk. Well not all of them give you the same <laughs> amount, Liz. They all will give you money, but not all of them will give you the same amount. She's an aspiring merchant. Mine never gave me money. I have never had a wife that gave me money. My, I'll come home and my wife will be like, 
Hey, honey, you're home. Our <laughs> shop is doing wonderful. Here's a hundred gold at most. And then she'll be like, want me to cook you some food? And that's it. <laughs> I always get her to cook me food because what else is there for her to do? I mean, yeah, why not? I'll have some stew. Dave, I, I hate to break it to you, Dave, but you could probably get used to that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, they're all chat room saying it's one hundred per day. Well, my girl did not give me one hundred per day. It was a lot. It was actually more than that. I don't know if it was a bug or whatever, but it was more than that. You guys, anything else to say about that? <laughs> nope. He, no, he went on to say that he uh, he he married a lioness of Rifton, Majol, M J O L L. Oh yeah, y'all the, the werewolf chick. She's actually a werewolf. Kinky. That's got to be crazy in bed. <laughs> He's a furry. <laughs> oh, and he said in previous episode, the Daedric Artifact discussion, you glanced over the um, Agma Infinium, which is the book that gives you skill ups from the old man away in the north in the ice cave. You have to go into Blackreach to get the Elder Scroll for him early. Anyway, uh, there is an exploit involved with that. The reason we don't talk about exploits because they're exploits. They are cheating. We don't talk about those. We don't like cheating. There's a way you can use that book to get un- to max out your character, right from there, which is stupid. So, don't do it. Thanks, Rich J. He's a Mohawk female wood elf, spouse of the lioness, level eighty-one. <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> and he said that in a side note, he started his first alt. Well, enjoy. Make many more. Get into your alts. Have fun. Do not be ashamed. Ivarwa, next email, please. What I do? All right, this comes from Matt S., and he says, Hi, just caught episode 17. Here are my thoughts for add-ons. I think the game could be hugely improved with more underwater interaction. Example, more creatures, maybe a city, or a new race. Font font crawl swimming as an equivalent for sprint and some underwater ability to attack those pesky slaughterfish. I really like the idea of the tree climbing, and it could have a lot of potential. Hope you like my ideas. Lou for the win, Matt S. A Lou fan? Great. Why did you put this email in here? Wow. Cool. Lou fan. And I thought <laughs> I was the only Lou fan here. It's That's all so of crazy. two now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You got a fan in me, Lou. No, Lou. I just want to bring this up. Um, I did get my tattoo finalized, and I do have your name in a heart on my body. <laughs> That's great. <Aww. laughs> Is a bromo. This is a bromo. TMI. TMI. (laughs) Too bad you don't have your camera set up, Lou. (laughs) I do. I can show it. Dave, sit. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Moon River. (laughs) Uh, As for the email, I would totally get into a gun race in Skyrim. That that'd be cool. The Gungan race. You beat me to it. He's living Skyrim. (laughs) Speak with a horrible Rastafarian accent, too. We have actually have had other emails regarding seeing more underwater things occur, underwater town, underwater abilities. Um, Yeah, that would be cool. I would definitely like to see something like that. Not against it. Anything new that they can add to the game, I'm all for. I mean, look, we got so excited about them just simply adding more kill cams. Imagine if they actually added content. <laughs> Something <laughs> substantial? Oh my god! You're going to hear a nerdgasms galore. Uh, Lou, you're next. Alright, next email comes from 
I'm just going to say Sandman105. He writes in, or she, Hey guys, I have a question. Do you think you should be able to reset the map? Because I have found a lot of locations and it's getting harder and harder to find new locations. And I miss running around finding new locations. But I just got my character to how I like him, so I don't really want to start a new character yet. So what do you think about this? And great podcast. Keep it up. Well, Sandman, um, the obvious answer is make an alt. But um, mm, <laughs> I don't see the point in that. Seriously. Guys? Um, you know, I actually would think it'd be kind of neat to have a map that you could search. Like, I want to search for caves, so it'll show me all the caves in the area. Or remove everything else except it's not for what caves. what he was saying, so Dave. He was towns. saying you're able to reset the map. Well, I don't see a reason to reset it, but maybe filter it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of agree with that because the, it, the map does get cluttered. And even though resetting the map might be, you know, the wrong way to go on this one, I, you know, I think Dave's right on some kind of filter or some sort of search, you know, a search bar or, you know, uh, I, you know, like a cave or, filter or an instance filter or a yeah, town or maybe, filter. Yeah, something that, that just removes, sense. like it, it'll make it so you can check off just so it can remove any completed area. You know how you'll complete yeah. a dungeon? And it'll even say next to it, completed, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. You can have it remove it after you're done. So the stuff you still need to do are still on the map. Right. Or, like, things where, you know, you have locations that have active quests in your log. You know, you could filter it that way. This way you can deactivate locations on the map that don't have any activated quests any longer. True. Or, or even maybe interesting in the future to where... Initially, remember you had the fog of war, so to speak, in the map, so you discovered things. Mm-hmm. You know, in a new area, it's all will display for you in the world map. Okay, that way you you have that that ability just to have that filter on. Yeah. Um, you know, make it to where, yeah, as you guys are saying, filter it, take all this other stuff off the map. I don't need to see it right now. Okay. Uh. And yeah. yeah. We'll make it so it's not cheat too, so you know where no one's able to see everything on the map without going there first and discovering it. You know. So just come up with a mod like that map, you know, make it so you still have to go out there and explore. You're not going to automatically get, you know, everything in one shot. That'd be lame. So I like the discovery aspect of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, discovery. But yeah, but I also would like to definitely the the filter map option would be a great help for a lot of players. Next email, Dave. I, I will read the next email as long as I can have a Varwin read in his sexy PSO uh, note voice. The green <laughs> uh, edited. <laughs> PSA mode for borrowing. <laughs> the following email was edited down to accommodate the show. The favorite feature was included. <laughs> Thank you, Barwin. <laughs> All right. This comes from Dustin L. Guys, I was listening to your roundtable the past two weeks on the Elder Scrolls MMORPG development possibilities. I like the idea you put forward about the scaling difficulty of the dungeons based on party size. I like to add a few po- of my own points. The same leveling and skill progression as it demonstrated in Skyrim, with a small caveat. I'd like maybe double the skill trees, or perhaps advanced skill trees. For instance, when you reach 50 in one-handed, and have maxed out the one-handed sword damage and critical hit perks, it could open up advanced one-handed sword skill trees. They could label it Fencing, or Blade Master, or something similar. Dustin L. This is what I was talking about earlier when I said, you know, some kind of uh, alternate advancement system or some kind of additional advancement system. Beyond I love how this guy beyond. is putting it. You know, um, if uh, if Mr. Rich J didn't have pictures about a tattoo, Mr. Dustin L here would have had the producer email of the week. I love how I love the, the train of thought in this. 
being able to branch off past your current skill tree. Um, the destruction magic yeah. can go to frost, fire, and lightning and have advanced in those areas. It can open up new spells. It can open up a whole new world of possibilities. You can specialize in a field. So I think that that would be actually a, a brilliant idea, really. Yeah, MMO definitely. idea there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. MMO. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, MMO. The more content it, wait, it you put in, the more there is to do. Yep. It works in MMO world, and it works in single RPG mm-hmm. mode. Both sides Both win. Both sides. Can't, can't lose there. All right. <laughs> Next email I'm taking because it's very, very short. I planned this. <laughs> this is a very quick suggestion from a much longer email, and it go, it's from Sean S., and he said, A suggestion for Lou's lore segment. How about some info on the Alicure Warriors? How about that? Actually, I'm actually looking into that. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that email the other day. And uh, I have started some preliminary research on it. Keep you posted. Don't you worry. I'll find something. Did I cut you off, Ivarwin, earlier? Yeah. If I did, I apologize. Did you? I don't. I don't feel like you cut oh, me off. Good, good. Um, miss- well, it's nice to know your heart's in the right place. <laughs> can't cut. Can't cut off my boy. Right. Word. <laughs> Come here, oh, bro, help cameras. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Another Justin here. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Hey, Joey Varwin and Lou. Louis. Well, listening to your last week's show, I thought how Bethesda could input an, ac- an auction house into the game like other MMOs. What do you guys think? Why did we have this email in here? Because we already talked about it. That's a crap idea. No, I put it in there because they're, they're obviously we talked about it and I kind of knew how we would think about it and I just wanted to display that there are other people out there that don't think we're completely off. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Someone out there does agree. Me and Ivarwin work, work so much together during the week that he knows what I'm going to say before I say it. I see. I knew you were going to say that see, before see, you said it. I told it. you. <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, I'm not saying a word on this subject because I got smacked down. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I really wish we could show a video in our, in our podcast because the look on Dave's face was classic. Five star review shoutouts. <laughs> Lou, take it away. Okay. Five star review shoutouts from America. We have Marek, P. Doan, Elder Scrolls Master, Warlock 70, Law Hunter 8, Captain P.S. Hmm. <laughs> Lots of nice cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> Can leave out some nines. I, I actually counted out how many that is. That's um, nine quadrillion, nine hundred ninety-nine <laughs> billion. 999,999,999 dollars. Wow. Ka-ching. Dave, you have too much time on your hand. Okay. I'm, Next. Yeah, I know. Lou? <laughs> From Canada, we have Backer 100, Worthy Binky. <laughs> and from our friends across the pond in the UK, we have Splinter 881923. Sending you all the love back. The US All the Record crew, Darren I. And Pengurio. Wow, sounds like a Shakespearean name. And for our final thoughts this evening, we're going to go ahead and give you guys an update of what's happening in Quest Gaming Network. We have a lot going on, as you guys are probably pretty much already aware. We are in cahoots with Middle Earth Network, and very proud of that fact. So things are moving along swimmingly with them, and we look forward to any interaction we can with them. A lot of love and shout out to Tom, Tyler, Mark, Joseph, you guys, Rock, and a whole bunch of other people that we've been working with. But here's the good news. 
Episode 20 is next week, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we have booked a special guest for you all. And who would that be, Joe? She goes by the name of Maluka. I don't know if you guys may have heard of her. Lake Gasp. Lake Gasp. Lake Gasp. She is a pretty awesome chica, and we are going to be glad and excited to have her on next week's show for episode 20. Are you referring to the Maluka, the Bard of Skyrim? The Bard of Skyrim, the Real YouTube sensation. Absolutely. Who's got over, was that, 10, 10 trillion or billion mm. or 10 million, whichever? 10 million <laughs> plus <laughs> views nine, to her videos. Nine, nine views <laughs> so her, 10 million plus views, yeah. Of her unbelievably beautiful singing. and uh, We are going to be recording it live. We will be doing yeah. our usual webcam, but it's up to her if she's going to actually participate in the webcam event. But she will be live with us, and we will be recording it next Wednesday at 10.30 a.m., Eastern. If the time changes, we'll let you guys know on Facebook and Twitter. But as of right now, that is the current plan. And she said that as long as her voice is up to par, she will be singing for us as well. Yes, we're gonna. As a result, we uh, we're gonna have a a very different show uh, next week. Things are gonna be you know detailed a little differently to accommodate uh, the the many different musical breaks that we're gonna be taking for her mm-hmm. and. You know, her, she's going to be involved in all of the acting. I was only only have her sing once, but Yvonne's going to make her sing to me every segment. I'm thinking <laughs> at least three times. <laughs> this is, this is Maluka. Come on. <laughs> you guys want to check her out? If you haven't heard of her, yeah. go to YouTube and just search Maluka, M-A-L-U-K-A-H. That's um, right. she has some beautiful work in there and I'm actually a big fan of her latest song, which I completely spaced the name of it right now, but I have it on my iPhone. And I've been listening to it quite a bit, actually. But, yeah, she is going to be appearing on next week's show for episode 20. It's like a, a, a little bit of a landmark for us. Episode and it's, 20 uh, is a landmark for us. She, her latest song actually is called Legends of the Frost. And it was Ooh. done in collaboration with uh, Miracle of Sound. Mm-hmm. They did a brilliant, brilliant job. So we look forward to having her. Also, guys, April 22nd, we are recording episode 1. Of Minecraft off the record with Dan the Boone Wilson and Mr. Fred Woodley. It's premiere week. It's premiere week for the for the uh, for the network because that following Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we will be recording live seven thirty or seven p.m. Eastern Sunday nights, starting on the twenty second for Minecraft off the record. There's a lot of different things we're going over in that show. It's a whole different ball game. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and do this really quick here. Let me find it. I'm going to play you guys one of the little bumpers that we worked on um, before that Mr. Ivarwin and Mr. Adams, David Adams, recorded. We did several of these, but I want you guys to hear just one of them. Real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Flint and Steelman. Mr. Flint and Steelman! You're the only idiot on our server, attributed to burning down an entire forest. Only you can stop forest fires! Not you. No, all you required was a piece of flint and a little bit of steel. Some people just like watching the world burn.
That was one of the bumpers we're going to be having on that show. And yes, I will be first chairing it, Joe Widget Wilson, with Fred as second chair and Dan coming in on third chair. So it's an ex- we're, we're looking forward to this show like you wouldn't believe. Yes. And then, that following Saturday, is the Big Guns is coming out. Diablo off the record. All things Dun-dun. Diablo, including Diablo 3. Bam! It Diablo is being first chair hosted by your very own Eve Arwen. Heyo! Second chair writer, Mr. David Adams. And our very special and warm, where we're proud to announce the newest member. To Introducing. The Gaming Network. <laughs> Mistress Lebo, also hey! known as Liz. She will be on as third chair for Diablo off the record. We look forward to having her on the show and working with her. So we got a lot of awesome things coming up, guys. Dungeon Quest is back out there again. Look it up on iTunes. Uh, Quest Gaming. Right now it's listed under the Quest Gaming, the Quest Gaming podcast. If you look it up, you can look up Dungeon Quest. Um, later on it'll be under the Quest Gaming Network. Um, any last thoughts, guys, before we move on? Um, no, just so excited about the Diablo totally record, man. I'm <laughs> totally excited. I'm psyched about- for it. I could do it right now and be ready for it. You have no idea. Let's go. Let's just go. Let's just right now. Just do it. Let's just do it. Do it. We've already gone way long on the show. Do you need another show to it? I, I know. Yeah, next uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be premiere week. We're premiering uh, Minecraft off the record, Diablo off the record, uh, QGN cast is uh, is coming out as as well. Um, Hopefully that same week we're gonna we're gonna shoot for that uh, where that we're gonna we're gonna highlight you know the network we're gonna highlight uh, most importantly though uh, it's a general gaming podcast so all consoles PS3 Xbox 360 the the Wii the PC all of it it's gonna be you know uh, about us we're gonna talk about uh, our personal lives a little bit we're gonna talk about the network it's it's just gonna go all over the place it's gonna be a once a month show and that'll be coming out as well yep it'll be and- hosted by me. Mm-hmm. Mike Forney and uh, uh, the other new cast mister, cast member, Rob Bauer, and then yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have a rotating four chair every ep- every month. This is a monthly show. It will feature one of the other hosts of the network each every month. So that's correct. We got a lot coming for you guys. Our new site should be up very very soon, within the week. Ivarwin, why don't you tell everybody how to reach us? Absolutely. You can always reach us at questgamingnetwork.com. That's going to be our main portal site, and we are currently populating it with all of our other websites, such as skyrimofftherecord.com. You can also reach us at our email, skyrimofftherecord at gmail.com. Give our affiliate Middle Earth Network a try, www.mymiddle-earth.net. Or, uh, Joe, you had a, a .com, correct? You can also find them at uh, MiddleEarthNetwork.com. MiddleEarthNetwork.com as well. Uh, which, by the way, they have a, uh, a great uh, radio station that runs 24-7. Give it a try. It's amazing stuff. Beautiful music. And their podcasts are on there as well. And our podcasts will be broadcasting on there as well. As We're soon as they still... work out the kinks. Yeah, we got a couple of, couple of kinks in the system. So we're trying to work that out. But as soon as we do, we're going to be broadcasting from there as well. But fear not, you can still reach the podcast the same way you always have been nothing will change with what you do on your end we're just going to add more functionality that's all twitter twitter's your thing you can reach us on twitter skyrim off the record is going to be at skyrim otr joe wilson is at author jr wilson 
you can reach me at Evarwin. You know, I interrupted you. Um, I'm still a hunter behind Evarwin on follows. Are you? Are you? Almost a hundred now. Yeah. I we know you. who the popular one is. It's the- I have like 40 followers. What's wrong with you people? Be happy you have it. I have like 40 people. I was like, oh, David's so funny, but we're not going to follow him on Twitter. What, I mean- All right. Go ahead, Ivarwin. Say your name again, please. So you can follow uh, Joe Wilson at <laughs> author J.R. Wilson. That's A U T H O R J R W I L S O N. Um. <laughs> Listen, he's a great guy. You're going to want to follow him. He's got good stuff to say. All right, I don't need you promoting it. Come on, come on, move on. <laughs> uh, you can follow me, Varwin, at uh, E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. <laughs> E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lewis, our, our lore master, is at GamerGuy11B, G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-11B. Dave has a Twitter. Uh, you may want to look at that, so whatever. Um... <laughs> really? <laughs> you throw. I like it. He, he just throws his headphones down. He's done. <laughs> Dave has a Twitter. Dave's Twitter is at dnforce. D i e n f o r c e. And guess what, guys? If you like me, if you like Dave, and if you like Lou, you can always catch us at Star Wars Off the Record, which is also available on iTunes. If you like Star Wars, or if you like us, Star Wars Off the Record. Give us a check. All things Star Wars. Indeed. It's not just about tour. Skyrim Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production. And I would just like to say, foos raw you all next week. Everyone, take care. Be safe out there. Take care, all. See you all next week. Later, y'all. Say bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. I I told Joe uh-huh. that you know every major you know TV show, uh, all these different things, they always have one thing in common. Like you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did it. I think Friends even did it, and I think we should do it. And that's having a musical episode. No, you either, say that. no. We have to either sing or rhyme everything, and I think that would be fun, don't y'all? Dave, oh Dave, I'm not too <laughs> sure if you are right. I think. All right. I... <laughs> okay, Joe, you're right. You win. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I, I, I concede in the first five seconds. <laughs> Winner. Head in this corner. Dave, you had a good idea. No, he did not. Dave, you had a good idea. No, he did not. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's stopping right now. I found a way to keep my cat out of my room while I'm podcasting. Uh, I I washed my clothes. Now that I have everyone here together, I'd like to introduce myself. I am Brego Zakajit, and I have an important (laughs) message from the people of elsewhere. It has recently come to my attention, as the people of elsewhere, that uh, on your show, uh, which we are a big fan of, Skyrim of the Record, uh, the word Khajiit is used as a curse word. <laughs> this is horribly unacceptable to my people. Uh, we we love Skyrim, Skyrim of the Record. Uh, we love we love uh, all of you people. Uh, however, we do not feel that the, uh, the, the, the connotation of the curse word uh, for the word Khajiit is, is good uh, for us. Uh, we are a good people. And oh, please, 
Somebody shut up the the Khajiit. Excuse me, sir. Somebody shut this Khajiit up. This is ridiculous. You people poop in the sand. <laughs> you say we poop in the sand? Yeah. You poop in the sand. You begin to tell me that we are not as good as you are, Nords, because we poop in the sand. We are proud to poop in the sand. I saw you the other day pooping behind the dock. I was not pooping behind the dock. You do were pooping behind the dock. You forget it because you can see in the dock. I saw you. You poop behind the dock. I was not pooping behind the dock. You are pooping behind the dock. <laughs> it's true. I was pooping behind the dock. Banner man. Ooh. Something, something, oh, something. On. Dark side. Something, something <laughs> complete. <laughs> <laughs> Two soldiers!